1: LinkedIn, the place to be, to be.
2: Entrepreneur's Enigma is a podcast for the ups and downs of entrepreneurship, for the wins and the fails that we all face being entrepreneurs, how we learn from adversity. Every week I talk to a different entrepreneur with a story to tell. I'm Seth Goldstein. Come with me on the journey. This is Entrepreneur's Enigma. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of the Entrepreneurs Enigma Podcast. I am Seth with me. is a good buddy of mine, a fellow Delaware Valley Friends School alumni, um, my old high school. So he's a lot younger than I am, but he's like in his early thirties. I'm forty, so I've been, I escaped the school before he did. Actually before I think he you, you weren't even in there, I don't think. You were you were like you were like in diapers or
3: something Maybe. like that.
2: Possibly, possibly. But anyhow, I'm here with the the famous, the amazing Joe Monzo of Monzo Media Productions. He did our Goldstein Media. He did our video. The guy is amazing with video production, video. I mean, it's incredible. I can't say enough good things about Joe. And he's also a very nice guy. So he's a good guy to have around. Hey, Joe, how's it going? I'm doing great. Thanks for for having me on. Uh, Absolutely. So you're currently down the shore? I'm kind of in transition
3: right now. I've been... You know, you're kind of you're, back you're and forth. Nomad. Yeah, I'm nomad. That's actually a great way to put it. So I'm back and forth between Jersey and, and PA. But hey. things have been busy. And, you know, th- despite all the craziness going on in the world, things have been pretty good otherwise.
2: Yeah, especially yours. Yours is all in person, your entrepreneurial journey. And, you know, with COVID, in person was kind of hard. So we'll get into that a little bit about how COVID affected you, how you got through that world. But uh, first off, let's go back, I mean, as back far as DV, but maybe, where did you go to college? So I went
3: to Albright College in Reading, Pennsylvania. Uh, so about an hour or so away from where I lived. So it wasn't too far, uh, but not, you know, around the corner. It was enough. far enough, yes. Where did you go to Albright for? So my major was actually digital media and English. They didn't actually have, like, a film studies program until, like, my senior year, which at that point, it was too, it was oh, too late. But, but um, I... It was nice because i got a broad range of you know because because i actually liked like the story side of english i was always good at writing back in the day i used to write a lot and and then the digital media side it was kind of like a good background on a little bit of web design a little bit of graphic design a little bit of coding Uh, but my focus was more on the uh, film and video side which you know i only took a couple extra classes for that but for me I would say the biggest aspect of kind of you know going through that college experience was was more or less kind of getting to know people, and you know I I think that's actually growing up. It was growing growing up, up, but I would say that was also where a lot of the skills from like the entrepreneurship kind of kicked in because you had to meet people,
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, be social. And it was different. It's a very different experience than high school, yes, especially our small high school. I mean, you went to a small college. But even then it's bigger than it was a big
3: jump school. for me to be honest. Like my freshman year, I was like, Wow, there's too many people here. I mean, you know, when I graduated high school, I graduated with a student bot well, my graduating grade I think was like thirty five kids. And then you were more than mine. Yeah. Mine was like mine was twenty. Yeah. And then uh and then as I entered a freshman class of sixteen hundred, I was like, I'm not gonna be, be able to remember Is that big at Albright? Well, the freshman classes are generally bigger. Um and then oh, the wow. senior classes, you know, it depends on what their retention is, but
2: um, how <laughs> many people survive? Yeah, <laughs> well, it's a, it, it's not for everyone, and that's okay. Um, no, it isn't. Or those who transfer out, maybe it's too small, maybe it's yeah. too big, you know, all that yeah. kind of stuff. So yeah. Anyhow, you see so what you went, you, so you got some you know some intro to video editing there, but then. When you got out, did you, what did you, did you get a corporate job at all? Or did you just jump right in? So
3: into at the tail end of my senior year in college, I actually started, I started a kind of a virtual internship with a software company where I was editing a lot of like their webinars, their training videos. Oh, wow. Um, and it was paid. So that was nice too. But, but that was really kind of like the start of trying to see what was the right career for me. And at the time mm. it was, you know, it, it, it was really kind of basic stuff. Um, and that eventually, uh, did turn into, you know, kind of more like a, a a contract work, you know, instead of an internship. And it was just one of those things where, you know, at the time, like early on in the internship, I was like, I'll try to get a full-time job. But as I was looking around, it was, this was in 2013, this was right at the start when like companies were just starting to utilize even the concept of like online video. So there just wasn't a lot Mm -hmm. of, you know job resources and stuff like that at least none that i could find
2: and it was only what four years four or five years out of the out of the crash yeah yeah, so, that, yeah too. Exactly. that too
3: exactly so it was just one of those things where like you know i i, I kind of feel like i i jumped into the career and kind of just like a weird time um but mm-hmm. you know it's just the nature of it just kind of kind of roll with the punches if you will
2: absolutely and so you you did that for a while and then when did Minds of Media Productions start up? Yeah,
3: I, I continued doing a lot of, you know, contract work with that software company for a while. Um, and it wasn't until, you know, there was kind of a catalyst where, you know, they they were bringing on people from other departments to help with video editing. And, you know, really when I thought my, my workload for this one client was going to, you know, mm-hmm. keep me alive for the rest of the year, it got, it got cut in half. So I was like, all right, I guess mm-hmm. I got to, you know, really decide if I want to do this business, you know, ownership thing. Mm -hmm. So, um, so it was around 2016 and, in uh, in March where I was like, all right, I I think we're going to do this. Uh, you know, we started getting a bunch of, you know, small projects, just a lot of tiny projects just to kind of, you know, get the name out there. Um, you know, we, I launched the brand in, in July of 2016. Um, and you know, at, at that point I had a better sense in terms of, you know, what I was providing, um, which was, you know, really just creating, uh, videos that would help, uh, businesses grow, uh, through, through various types of videos, you know, uh, a branding video, similar to what we have done for you, uh, to explainer videos that might work well for like a software company or, um, you know, or, or an app, you know, whatever it is. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's been, you know, it's, it's like anything else. It's always changing. It's always growing. And, you know, we're always trying out new things.
2: That's awesome. So, so, you really jumped out into the world head first, kind of had a, you're, you started out on the shallow end of entrepreneurship, but you still were a contractor for that most part. So, you were an entrepreneur or you were a freelancer. Then you jumped in head first into the deep yeah. end off the diving board, if we really kill this analogy here. And you've been going strong ever since. Yeah, you know, I, I've been fortunate to watch you grow, I think almost, I think I met you in 2017. Yeah. You yeah. Were just, exactly even like you're going going amazingly well here
3: yeah and and it's been you know it's been something that i've been super grateful for and you know it's it's funny like you know when all my friends talk about their corporate gigs i'm like (laughs) i i can't relate so (laughs) it's one of those things where it's like like, no uh, thank you yeah and it's and it's not so much that i would not have done well there i actually probably would have done well but you know it's like anything else there's you know there's caps there's limits and um you know not Mm. really just you know financially but also just opportunity wise that's you know with, with being an entrepreneur you you know you have more freedom to, to try new things and and see what works see what doesn't work and um mm-hmm. you know you might lose money in the process but you know i think there's a lot of elements where you know it becomes really good life
2: lessons we're gonna take a quick break hear from our sponsors and get right back to the show
0: my dad works in b2b marketing but i never really knew what that meant
1: Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be.
2: Oh, absolutely. And that kind of goes into my main two questions I usually ask people. We'll, start, we'll reverse in this time. So people who are used to the podcast I think I you know usually start with the negative and go to the positive, or to, to the positive and go to the, okay. the negative. So what was the, what's the best thing about being an entrepreneur?
3: I think the best thing about being an entrepreneur is there's a lot of opportunities to kind of get to know yourself as a person. and there's a lot of lessons that can be you know taken from the business side into your personal life as well. I, I can't think of an example of, the top of my head. I thought about this. I th- it's funny. I thought about this question just a couple of weeks ago. Um, but it's huh. one of those things where it, it's, you know, on one end, it's, it, it's kind of, you know, how are you dealing with people? Um, you know, mm-hmm. how are you handling various different types of personalities, uh, various different problems. Um, and you know, I, I can't think of a, of a specific example right now, but I'm pretty sure, yeah, I'm pretty know. sure there've been examples where like, you know, maybe I'm I'm dealing with a scenario, you know, at, at home or with friends where it's like, oh, I dealt with something similar with a, you know, with a client or a partner or a vendor, you know, here's how I handled it. And, you know, let's see how it translates into, into this scenario. Um, So it's, it's stuff like that. So I would say that's probably, you know, the best aspect of, of being an entrepreneur is, you know, you're able to, you know, there's this natural growth uh, that you're going to have as a person, as you, as you continue your journey.
2: What's the most What's the most difficult thing about being an entrepreneur? And I think, and, and for the record, most people say you don't know where the paycheck's coming from. So let's get that above board. But that's probably what we're all worried about as entrepreneurs is that, you know, where's the. Pay-
3: I will say, yeah. if you'd asked me that question, probably like, you know, two years ago, I would have said probably something similar. I've kind of gotten to the point in, in my life and career now where it's just like, you know what? That's part of the journey. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, in, in terms of it being a struggle like it's almost like you know i used to ask this question a lot to other people that i would you know to do a lot of networking with uh and it would be you know what's your biggest challenge and a lot of the sales professionals will say you know getting deals closing deals and i'm like you know that's your job to close deals and to get deals what's your biggest challenge and it's really about kind of getting specific into you know well is it you know i'm having trouble connecting with people or i'm having trouble um you know finding the right words to describe a product, you know, whatever it is. Um, so it's one of those things where, you know, I've kind of gotten to the point where, you know, I've accepted that this is kind of like a lifestyle that's going to have unpredictability, but there's a lot of pieces that, you know, that we do today that help with your branding and, and help smooth out that unpredictability in the future. Um, so, you know, depending on when we're recording this and when we're releasing this, you know, it's, it's probably not happening in, in a week or so. So it's one of those things where it's mm-hmm. like, all right, you know, the, the actions I take today will help not necessarily tomorrow, but maybe they help six months from now. Uh, so mm-hmm. that's where one of the things where, you know, outside of the whole paycheck thing is, you know, is it something where you, if you're someone who really struggles with unpredictability and to be honest, I'm actually mm-hmm. someone who, who thrives on certainty. So I mean, naturally, you know, some people might say I, I'm not a good fit, but I've adapted to it mm-hmm. for so long uh, that it's one of those things where, you know, it's, it's, it, it, it's, it's, because I just do, do it. it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where, you know, you do have to be prepared in some sense for, you know, the unpredictability aspects and not even just financially, mm-hmm. but also dealing with people, dealing with vendors, dealing with clients, um, you know, mm-hmm. that, you know, that elephant monster deal that that you thought was was going to make it uh, suddenly mm-hmm. at the last minute, you know that prospect pulls out and says, "Yeah, we've got to hold on to this oh. for a little bit." And um, so it's just yeah, you know, I've gotten to the point where I get excited when we get new projects, uh, but at the same time, I've gotten to the point where I can't get too attached if we don't get those projects mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Um, because there will always be other projects down the road. Um, Mm -hmm. it just might take a little longer to get.
2: That's that's a great answer. What is the most important thing to carry with you all the time?
3: Well, as a uh, millennial, I would say your phone. Um, but, (laughs) (laughs) uh, but you know, in a sense, I think, you know, in, in that world, that's true. It is your phone. Um, because as we get, I can't live without it, (laughs) but it's one of those things where I I think the other aspects that, you know, that can't really live without quite frankly, is your sanity. And, you know, I know as entrepreneurs, we all say like, you know, I'm going crazy and going crazy, but like You don't really know if you're going crazy until you're really going crazy. And so you always have to try to keep, and then you know, know. and it's one of those things where, you know, if you do find yourself in a position where, you know, and I'm not a mental health expert at all, but this is just kind of what I'm,
2: you know, don't even play one (laughs) on TV. (laughs) Uh,
3: But it's one of those things where, you know, if if you find yourself in a situation where, uh, where, you know, you feel like you're going insane and, Mm -hmm figure out tools and strategies to, to kind of keep you grounded. Uh, because there's so many different perspectives in this journey that, you know, you might be honing in on that, you know, on this one element, you know, maybe a vendor didn't work out or, um, you know, you had, and I, you know, I I dealt with this earlier this year where, you know, a vendor didn't work out. Uh, you know, we, I paid him a decent amount of money to get it done and it was clearly not working. Uh, if this was, if this was me, you know, two, three years ago, I probably would've been freaking out, but, you know, luckily, you know, through the experience that I've, you know, through uh, through other experiences, through hearing other people's experiences and their stories about how to solve problems like this, mm-hmm. you know, it was like, all right, well, it kind of sucks that, you know, we lost this money, but, you know, we're gonna get it done right for the client that way, you know, yeah. they're happy and they were, you know, we didn't have to do any changes after, you know, after I, re- wow. after, after I replaced the vendor, uh, we didn't have oh. to do any changes uh to that video so they were like oh this is great you know stuff. so it was one of those things and then
2: they're none the wiser and they're none yeah. the wiser or they're like oh there's a hiccup oh whatever not because ultimately it's not the end, the end client's problem yeah Figure oh, it out, absolutely get the job done absolutely. hand it off absolutely
3: exactly. and you know it, it's it's one of those things where you know um if if this had happened uh i mean if this had happened even in like you know 2020 I probably would have been freaking out to some degree. Cause it's like, oh God, well,
2: 2020 is one of those weird yeah, years. Yeah.
3: yeah. Well, so I'm, I'm saying from like a time perspective, but, um, but yeah. of course there is that element too, where, you know, what's going on in the background in life. And, uh, so it was mm-hmm. one of those things where it was like, you know, I, I know well, what I have to do. You know, we just, you know, take that action, take that decisiveness and, and move forward.
2: Absolutely. So how was 2020 for someone who does most of his stuff in person? How was yeah. that? Yeah, for me, I didn't. I actually had a decent year because everyone needed to be online. Yeah. You know, Joe, Joe comes to me and like Seth. Let's do SEO. Let's yeah. do this. Let's do that. Like you know, let's rock this. How was it for someone who did stuff in on in yeah, person? Yeah, well, show
3: gets interesting because right before things really locked down in March, uh, we got a lot of our shoots in. So for the first m- oh, yeah, wow. so for like the first month or so, um, it was kind of business as usual. We did have to postpone or cancel a couple of projects. But to be honest, at the time I was like, "Wow, I definitely needed a breather, anyways," because we were going, you know, two hundred miles per mm-hmm. hour. Feels like. Um, mm-hmm. Then in May and June of that year, it was it, it was a little quiet. We did some, uh, some. It was quiet, it was yeah, because you know people were at the point where I was like, wait, I thought this was going to be done by then, and you know that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was oh, that
2: definitely didn't happen. It still yeah, hasn't happened.
3: And, and it's one of those things where um, you know people do, were just unsure of what's going on, and they weren't quite ready to accept that this was long-term. Um, mm-hmm. So May and June were a little quiet, but then it picked up in July in the summer. Um,
2: how did it, now here's the question. How did it pick up? If I guess you do stuff outside. So
3: well, will so for the, it's funny, the one project, I mean, when we locked down on that Friday, the 13th, I was supposed to film Monday, the 17th or, and 18th. And that particular project actually got pushed back to July so um that was just one of those things and we filmed inside it was for one of my it was for one of my business clients and um and that was a project where you know we filmed for two days you know obviously me and my team were wearing masks you know the actors and actresses as as long as they were on camera you know they didn't have to wear their mask but um but it was one of those things where you know we were able to make this project work and it was one of those things wow. where, you know, it was a big project, you know, it was definitely, I, I, I yeah. it, it, at the time, it was one of our biggest projects that we've ever done. Uh, and so wow. that kept us busy from like, you know, July to early October or so. Um,
2: oh, wow. So you, 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 so you did pretty yeah, good then. Yeah.
3: So, you know. You, you did pretty good. For and, as my, and, as a, and then in the fall, there were some new projects that kicked in with a lot of my school clients. Where you know they wanted to try out new things, and you know creating you know COVID nineteen protocol videos. So there were some mm-hmm. opportunities that did come along from COVID. Uh, I mean, I would rather not go through this again, to be perfectly honest. But and, would? but uh, <laughs> but it was one of those things where it's like you know as as I was looking at you know the practice that we did, you know my numbers, I was like, wow, we still we still had our second best year. Um, you know, oh, wow. so
2: good. For you. good so for you. I was pretty
3: excited about that, and yeah. and this year shaping up to be even better. I'm excited about that. I'm excited, you know, with where things are going, and as we start mm-hmm. to kind of depending on when this is released, depending on if anything new comes from a variants or anything like yeah, that. Don't change yeah, it. Don't change it. But um, uh-huh. so it's one of those things where you know the, the big thing that I learned from that was to you know not try to you know force things to happen. It was one of those things where you know I gave like some some interesting ideas for some of my clients in, in terms of what they could do. But other than that, I kind of actually took, especially that May and June, I took a lot of that time to myself to be like, what do we have to shift? And it was actually a great experience because I got to really lean on my on my team, specifically of, of my great. editors to help out with the workload, to try out new things. And there were some silver linings. I'm sure that phrase has been overused a ton during this whole you know yeah. process. But it's one of those things where, you know, I was definitely shocked at the end of the year. It was like, wow, we actually did pretty good, all things considered. Um, And it's just one of those things where, you know, if this can't stop us, it's hard to imagine what will.
2: Exactly. Young and scrappy. (laughs) That's what it is. There you go. So Joe, where can people find you online? Where's the best place to find you? Yeah, well, so uh,
3: the best place to find me is, obviously you could check out our website, uh, Com. that you created, Seth. It was a great job. I'm pretty active on LinkedIn as well. I've been enjoying LinkedIn a lot too because it's a good place for conversation and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But those are really the, the the two biggest places to find me. I'm you know I'm, I'm I'm on Facebook a little bit. I'm on Instagram a little bit, but uh, really it, it's LinkedIn and 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 my website is where uh, is the best place to find me.
2: Awesome, Joe. Well, thank you for coming on. This has been so much fun, and we'll see everyone next
3: week. Sounds great. Thanks for having me.
2: That was a great show. Hey, if you're enjoying Entrepreneur's Enigma, please give us a review on the podcast strategy of your choice. We're on all of them. And these reviews really help others find the show. Also, if you're getting value from the show and want to buy me a coffee, go to the show notes and click on the link to help me stay awake while I bring you more great episodes to your ears. That's in the show notes, and I look forward to the next episode. Take care, guys. media hopes you have enjoyed this episode.
1: You may
3: know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy.